from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, September 24th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. There were protests across the nation and in Ohio last night following a grand jury's decision in Kentucky concerning the police shooting death of Breonna Taylor. Roxanne Elias reports. They're angry. No police officers were charged directly with her death in March. Citizens that are calling for, for justice and change and equality continue to get slapped in the face by these abhorrent decisions uh, across the nation with our criminal justice system. Julian Mack, a spokesman with the Community Solidarity Response Network of Toledo says what's happening in Louisville is happening right here in Toledo. It's why the Black Lives Matter group teamed up with Justice and Equality Toledo. Roxanne Elias in West Toledo. State lawmakers yesterday took a step toward limiting the powers of the Ohio Department of Health. More from Brittany Bailey. The Senate passed Senate Bill 311 by a vote of 20 to 12. That bill would prohibit ODH from issuing a general statewide mandate or quarantine order for Ohioans not directly affected by an infectious disease. It also would allow the General Assembly to rescind orders already in place. The House would still have to pass this legislation in order for it to make it to the governor's desk. I'm Brittany Bailey. A suspended sheriff in South Central Ohio has pleaded guilty to multiple felonies, including theft in office following an investigation dating back more than a year. ONN's Dave James has the latest. Charles Reeder entered the pleas today as part of a deal with prosecutors who agreed to drop 13 remaining counts in an indictment related to allegations of misusing funds for gambling purposes. He also was fired from his post as Pike County Sheriff and will be barred from holding public office. Reeder pleaded guilty to two counts each of theft in office and tampering with evidence, all felonies, and a single count of conflict of interest. Dave James, I went in news. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services released last week's unemployment numbers. Here's Tracy Townsend. The department is reporting less than 18,000 jobless claims. More than 321,000 Ohioans filed continued unemployment last week. More than 1.7 million claims have been filed in our state in the past 27 weeks. The department says it has now distributed more than $6.3 billion in unemployment checks. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Ohio State Department of Athletics announced yesterday it will take steps to recoup a projected $107 million deficit connected to the COVID-19 pandemic. Dave Holmes reports. Here are some of the ways Ohio State will try to do that. 25 full-time employees will have their jobs eliminated. 84 staff members will go on furlough for two months this fall. More than 250 other employees will take a much shorter furlough between one and two weeks. Other salaried employees will take a 5% pay cut that that includes head football coach Ryan Day and basketball coach Chris Holtman. But there is a little good news here as well. Ohio State's 36-sport program will remain intact, and those student-athletes will enjoy the same benefits as before. We're going to do our best to uh, develop a long-range plan, uh, so we'll maintain our self-supporting status uh, because we'll pay back our debt. I'm Dave Holmes. Lawyers for the state of Ohio and Republicans are arguing that Secretary of State Frank LaRose acted reasonably when he barred counties from accepting absentee ballot applications electronically in the face of potential cyber threats and a loosely worded law. Here's more from Dave James. Groups including the Trump campaign, the Republican National Committee, and the state GOP argued in a state appellate court filing yesterday that LaRose's directive was also consistent with more than a decade of bipartisan precedent. 
The filings were submitted ahead of today's oral arguments in a lawsuit brought by the Ohio Democratic Party that alleges LaRose's order was unconstitutional. Dave James, Owen in News. Ohio's bars and restaurants that have struggled financially because of COVID-19 are getting some welcome relief from lawmakers. Kevin Landers explains. The Senate passed an emergency measure 30 to 2 to expand the areas by which restaurants and bars can sell liquor. We're talking about uh, parking lots and sidewalks. I spoke to one bar owner who says, while it is important, it's not enough to keep restaurants in business. At the end of the day, uh, I think the government needs to step up and essentially, you know, bail out bars and restaurants like they did banks and, and auto industries. Now, there are many in the bar and restaurant industry who believe if the state had not cut off alcohol sales at 10 o'clock, they would be in much better financial shape. The governor has not indicated he plans to amend that order. At the state house, Kevin Landers. A trooper of the Ohio State Highway Patrol is accused of raping a teenager in western Ohio. Brittany Bailey reports. John McLeod is charged with two counts of rape, two counts of sexual battery, and one count of aggravated trafficking and drugs. Court record show McLeod is accused of raping a 17-year-old girl in June in Champaign County. He's accused of offering her alcohol and a drug used to treat ADHD and binge eating disorders. OSHP released a statement saying the allegations against Mr. McLeod do not reflect the values of this agency. He is currently on leave without pay pending the outcome of the investigation. I'm Brittany Bailey. A new poll shows the presidential race in Ohio is nearly deadlocked. A new Baldwin-Wallace University Great Lakes poll shows Joe Biden leading President Trump in Ohio 44.9 to 44.3 percent. It also shows Biden leads by nine points in Wisconsin, eight in Michigan, and nearly three points in Pennsylvania. The poll also shows 72 percent of Ohioans approve of the job Governor Mike DeWine has done during the pandemic. 46 percent approve of President Trump's handling of the situation. And fall is flu season, and with a pandemic in the mix, doctors are advising people to be ready. Laura Queso reports. University Hospital's infectious disease specialist, Dr. Claudia Hoyan, says, Avoid fans, but welcome fresh air this fall. Be sure to crack a window. You can use HEPA filters. So, you know, they have portable HEPA filters on online. Hospitals have been open during this whole time. We were open in February and March and April when it was still cold. She says always wear a mask when you are inside with people that aren't in your immediate family. Mask up. I'm Laura Queso. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.